From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 336 for the week of August 28, 2014. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan that perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone, welcome to the show. I am your host Tom Bell. I'm joined by our Disneyland team, Michael Bowling and Tony Spatel, plus our special guest, Jody Franzen. In this segment, Jody returns from her summer vacation and is ready to tell us all about it. Welcome, Jody. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. So first, let's let's remind everybody of your family. It was the husband and two boys? Yes, my husband and my two teenage boys. They're nineteen and fifteen. Oh man, okay. Not looking forward <laughs> to that. Um, so, and you, yeah, you, you split up your trip, couple different hotels, couple different locations. Yeah, it really, it kind of felt like two trips. Um, okay. We flew in and out of Orange County, but we spent. Saturday until Wednesday in Oceanside okay. um, in San Diego County. And then we spent Wednesday afternoon through Sunday at the Disneyland Hotel. Okay. So let's uh, let's talk about Oceanside. Where did you guys stay? Uh, we stayed at a condominium in a place called North Coast Village. Okay. And we just found it on VRBO. Okay. Um, it was actually great. It was really nice. It was lo- located right between um, the Oceanside Pier and the Oceanside Harbor. Like right on the beach there, so it was it was great. Um, we just had a one bedroom, but it was nice and roomy, and they had all the supplies for us: boogie boards and beach chairs and all that kind of nice. stuff. So that nice. was great. Yeah, so we got there Saturday, and um, the traffic was pretty horrible from Orange County <laughs> down to um, Oceanside on Saturday. Did Tony warn was, you on that? I don't know. I don't know. I, I <laughs> what guess time did you I leave? wasn't expecting it on Saturday. We landed in Ocean or in um, Orange County about. 11 in the morning. What day? What, what date what was the date of this? August 2nd. It could have been, I think, Del Mar, when Del Mar runs. Oh, okay. This racetrack. Wondered, he's that just was making the worst traffic. No, I'm we- not. <laughs> no, if it's if Del Mar's running, you can forget about it. Yeah, that was the worst traffic we really had all week, about, you know, on a Saturday. I thought maybe everyone was just heading for the beach or something. I didn't know, but it took longer than I thought it was going to. <laughs> So, but we rented a car in Orange County, got a really good deal on that, um, had booked that before we left, obviously, and got down there and checked in. Uh, everything was great. So we started out that night. We decided to walk around and explore a little and ended up over at Oceanside Harbor. Um, we ate dinner kind of at the first place we saw that actually the <laughs> owner of the condo had left like a recommendation list of his favorite places. And this was one of them. Um, it was called rock and Baja lobster. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of that or had those, I've but it was actually, it, I've never been, it was really good. It was really good. It was, was right. It gimmicky uh, or, um, no, not really. Okay. I mean, it was, um, like we ordered this bucket, you know, it was a Baja bucket or something and it was supposed to be for two people and it ended up being actually enough for three of us. It had shrimp and lobster and, um, chicken and steak in there. And then they also have like a chip and salsa bar, um, rice, beans, tortillas. It's kind of like a Southwestern, um, spin on seafood, I guess you would say. Cool. So, and not super expensive for what we got. Um, and it was just nice for us to be by the Harbor too. It was really pretty. So that was our, that was pretty much our first night, just walking and exploring. And then we drove to the local grocery store and got a few supplies. 
and settled back into the condo. So we were happy to be in Oceanside and not on the highway anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the next day, I um, after I talked to you guys, I wasn't sure about the zoo and the safari park and all that. And then I found out that the San Diego Zoo just started this tour a while ago, I, guess, I don't know, maybe a couple months, called Early Morning with the Pandas. And I have a thing for pandas. <laughs> <laughs> so I investigated a little bit, and I decided to get reservations and go do that at the zoo. Nice. So we got up super early Sunday because we weren't sure how long it was going to take to get down into the city. Um, and it wasn't bad, of course, because it was early Sunday. Um, and my husband actually just dropped me off. I did the tour by myself and the boys went to the Midway Museum since okay. I had been there not long ago. Um, yeah, so they dropped me off at the zoo and I got to go in half hour before the zoo opened. We drove around on a little cart and we spent, I think there were like maybe 18 people on the tour. So not bad at all. It was two carts full of us and it was about two and a half hours or so. Um, and we got to go into the panda in like where the pandas are not in with the pandas obviously but um for about half hour before the zoo opened so that was great so we had you know got lots of information and watched them eat their panda breakfast and <laughs> that sort of thing so it was really cool what do pandas eat for breakfast um pretty much the same thing they eat all day <laughs> <laughs> which is bamboo and more bamboo <laughs> they don't go to panda express no. <laughs> apparently not I don't, I don't think they serve breakfast there <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point good point um yeah so so we did that, and then I wasn't sure what to expect. I really kind of went for the pandas. But after that, we drove around and did all sorts of cool stuff. We got to go to the feeding warehouse and um, see where the all that stuff warehouse, is. The feeding warehouse, I went to open a restaurant called the feeding warehouse. <laughs> yeah, well, this had a lot of frozen bugs in one of the rooms. So okay. that was, <laughs> you could do that. Um, yeah, it was a little bit gross, but cool. I mean, the compu- they had the computer screen on the wall that showed – um, what every animal ate and how much of everything and that sort of thing. Then we got to go, we drove over by the rhinos and we actually got to feed a giraffe. So that was really fun. Um, our guide was great. And then at the end of the tour, they dropped us off like wherever we wanted to. They kind of drove us to whatever spot of the zoo we wanted to get off. So it wasn't cheap. It was $80 plus the ticket to the zoo. But I oh, think wow. that's kind of what all the tours were. Yeah. So if my whole family wanted to go, I don't know. You know, it would have been really pricey. But for just me and, you know, it was – I'm glad I did it because it was really cool and a great way to see the whole zoo without having to walk 10 miles, you know. Uh-huh. So she um, – the guy dropped me off at the koalas and I walked and toured on my own for a while until the boys were were done at the museum, which they loved. They really enjoyed it and got their pictures taken and – um it was a highlight for them, definitely. They enjoyed that a lot. So, And then we were kind of wiped out, so we <laughs> drove back up to Oceanside and hit the beach. Did some swimming and some boogie boarding and that kind of stuff. Um, got sand everywhere, which you sort of forget about here in Colorado. <laughs> that sand gets everywhere. Uh-huh. It doesn't come off. Um, and then we walked down to the harbor again because a friend of mine's dad lives in Oceanside and he told us we should try harbor fish and chips for dinner. So we did. And I would say it was good. It wasn't fabulous and it was really slow. Not the place to go if you're really hungry. I mean, it took a, it was fresh, but it was a very long wait and the line wasn't long. It was just long waiting for the actual food. So... 
Um, yeah, questions, thoughts about the zoo? I don't know. I really loved it. I thought it was amazing. How much time after the tour did you spend there? Probably another hour or so. Okay. Um, I didn't have the car. You know, my husband did, so I kind of called them and just went by what they did. And the midway didn't open, I don't think, till 10. So they kind of – and they had to drop me off at 8.30. So mm-hmm. they had, had breakfast, and it took them a little while. So they were kind of behind me um, schedule-wise. So I think probably maybe an hour, hour and a half. Went and re-saw some things and walked a lot. Um, the escalators weren't working that day, so that, that was no good. But um, I did take the tram from the top to the bottom, and that was really pretty and a great view. So, again, it was it was worth it for me to do. I'm really glad I got to experience that. So Very cool. Yeah. Um, what did you think about the price of the zoo? I mean, it's pretty pricey, honestly. Um, I ended up, because the whole family had talked about going to the safari park, you know, like you guys had talked about. And I love animals and zoos and all that. So I bought the two-day ticket that was a day at the safari park, a day at the zoo. And that felt a little better. But the $80 tour, I mean, that was, you know, it was pretty pricey. Um, I don't know, the, the good care they take of the animals and stuff, and it's so beautiful, it's definitely worth seeing, but it seemed like if you went three times, like an annual kind of a, they had some sort of annual deal that you could just go two or three times and it'd pay for itself. So that seems to be a better deal, but it is definitely more expensive than our local zoo. That's for sure. I think they did offer a triple A discount. I'm pretty sure I got that when I booked online. So that's just something else to know. I think it was like 10% off. Okay. So. Um, and then Monday was our whale watching day. So we drove up to Dana Point. I think we had to get up there about 8. And we did a little internet investigating and um, found this this place that, you know, had really good ratings um, on TripAdvisor and whatever called Captain Dave's Dolphin Safari. And we had bought the tickets from home again before we got there. Um, so we drove up to Dana Point, grabbed some coffee, went to the harbor, And I have to say, this trip was spectacular. I would recommend it for anybody who loves the ocean. Um, We there were about fifty people, I think, on the boat. It was a big catamaran. Um, It was a three, like I think it was supposed to be two and a half hours to three hours. We ended up being closer to three. Uh, We got great information. the The tour guides were um, super. Um, informed and, you know, gave us great information. There was a photographer on board who took pictures that we got to take home with us. And we um, we saw, I think, three blue whales. We saw hundreds of dolphins. We parked kind of in the middle of a pod of dolphins that were jumping all around the boat. More and- important than yes. anything. Did you see little Irvy when you were out there? <laughs> Just thinking that. <laughs> we did not. Oh, okay. <laughs> Now, Tony, so I, mean, I think if you want to see little Irvy, you have to go to the grocery store and see Frisky's little Irvy cat food. Okay. <laughs> so it was an amazing event, minus the little Irvy. So I'm minus sorry to interrupt. Continue. Irvy, yes. Continue. <laughs> so it was almost amazing. It was, yeah, no. Um, it, yeah, we would. We had got off the boat and we're like, we should go do this again. Like that's how much fun it was for us. Yes. But we don't get on boats very often, you know. So, so. question for you, for our listeners. In terms of seasickness and how much the boat moved, for people that might be concerned about that? Um, I would say the fact that it was a catamaran, it was actually really stable. Um, None of us got sick at all, and really nobody on our boat got sick at all. 
um, we hit a little bit of so you know some waves out in the ocean, but mostly wakes from other boats. Um, and you know, it didn't. I mean, it doesn't bother me, so I guess it's kind of hard for me to say. But my husband, my boys, none of us had troubles, and there nobody on the boat got sick at all either. So it felt pretty stable. Um, I would have to say, and they also had these cool little under down below the boat you could go in these little plexiglass tunnels and get eye to eye with the dolphins oh really yeah it was it was awesome and you could stand kind of on the the bow of the ship up high and um part of it you could actually reach the little kids could like reach down and touch into the water um it was just really well done and you could tell the guys on board really cared about the ocean and wanted to make sure everybody got a good education about it and um, just really, yeah, really impressive, really impressive. And in case anyone wants to know, I believe it was, I looked it up, it was $59 a piece. And then we got, we did get 10% off of that with AAA. Um, and then you get a bigger discount if you go back a second time. I think you get like 20% off for repeat customers. But we felt like that was really worth it. Um, did, they, did they provide anything on the boat, drinks or snacks or anything? Or? Nope. They okay. did not. They had – well, actually, that's not true. We all got brownies at the end. Okay. <laughs> we did get brownies when we got off, and we were allowed to bring anything on we wanted to. So, I'm so used to the ones in Mexico where you get chips and salsa and a margarita. Oh, yeah. That would have been all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, although it was a little early. It was 8 in the morning. But, you know, um, so we did – we brought water bottles and things with us. Uh, you could have – we could have brought snacks or anything else. They didn't care about that. So, But since it was so early, we just yeah. – yeah. Um, so yeah, that was, that was our morning. Very it was cool. great. And then we had to go to In-N-Out Burger on our way back to Oceanside uh-huh. because, you know, we just had to, and it was terrific. It lived up to its reputation. I think we were in maybe Escondido is where we went to, um, In-N-Out okay. Burger. Does that sound right? Um, where were you coming from? We were coming from Dana Point, but we kind of, we made a, another grocery store stop. I, oh, Encinitas. Encinitas. That's where we were. Thank okay. you. Okay. Wrong E city. <laughs> Escondido is east towards um, the wild animal, the safari park. Okay. Got it. Thank you. Um, yeah. So that was it. Then we kind of came back to the condo and relaxed for a while and went back to the beach. Um, the boys were starting to really get into it. And my 19 uh, year old son was really taken by the, the local scenery. Let's just say. <laughs> Mom, there's some amazing girls out here in California. I think I need to switch colleges and come out here. Like, yeah, you're you're probably right. <laughs> yeah, it was it was great. It was very casual, you know, the town and people walking around barefoot with their surfboards, which we're not used to seeing, but it was it was fun. Um for dinner that night, my husband and I went to um a place in Oceanside called Carmine's Pizza. Okay. That- Never heard again, of it. it was again recommended by the condo owner, and actually it was really good. It was very small towny, you know, but they had um, pizza by the slice, so we you could get two slices and a beer for nine dollars. Nice. So that's what we did. You know, you could get slices of whatever they were cooking that day. Um, delicious, and then we bought a pizza to take back to the boys at the condo. So um, that was great. That was excellent, and that was pretty much our. Our evenings. That was a great day. The whale watching was a big hit, and everybody loved it. Um, so then Tuesday, um, we were going to go to the safari park, uh-huh. and the rest of my family um, 
bailed out and decided they wanted to go to the beach. So I went by myself. <laughs> After you already bought them, you bought them tickets, you said, didn't no, you? No, I just bought myself the two days because oh, okay. I knew Got I was it. the okay. only one going to the zoo. Okay. So that was a savings for me. So no, they didn't have tickets yet. So luckily for them. But um, I wanted to go. And like I said, I love animals. And actually, I enjoyed just being having some alone time. It was It was really great. Um, I loved the safari park. I would say it was a little bit overwhelming. Um, you know, it's so huge that I kind of didn't know where to start or what to do. I ended up taking a tour, taking a safari, in addition to, um, you know, the the bus ride that you can take around. Since I was there by myself again, I'm like, well, what the heck, you know, you're here, you might as well do this. And that ended up being great. I did it behind the scenes with the Lions and Friends, it was called. Um, another $80. (laughs) So I'm over budget by now, as you can well imagine, but it's just me. (laughs) Um, but that was actually really cool too. Uh, I walked around for about an hour and then it was time for my tour. We saw basically the whole safari park. We got to go see the new lion cubs. They were only seven weeks old. So that was really amazing. And I fed a rhino. So I had lots of nature characters. Yeah, the black rhino, they had the dad in a separate enclosure because they just had a baby, and so the mom and baby were somewhere else. And um, our tour guide is like, well, we can't guarantee he'll come to the door, but if he does, we'll try to feed him. And so we all got to take a turn feeding the rhino, and then we got to hose him down. He loved it. <laughs> he had a little, little rhino shower. So that was, that was awesome, not something I would see. I did have a funny moment, I have to say, because we went to the Animal Ambassador headquarters where they have kind of the animals that are hand raised that they take on tour and stuff and um, one of the animal ambassadors they had was a prairie dog and around here prairie dogs are kind of like um hmm, how should i put it <laughs> there are lots and lots and lots of them so it kind of made me laugh that i went to california and saw a prairie dog when i've probably don't call me PETA, but i've probably hit a few with my car just in the past <laughs> Because they're everywhere here. Right. So that was kind of funny. But um, this little prairie dog was on a little leash, and <laughs> he was an ambassador. <laughs> I know. So that was, yeah, it was cool. We saw the baby, um, the antelope and, you know, all that, and, and the, the four lion cubs. So that was great. And the family, again, was at the at the beach all day. So I went back and joined them, and that was kind of our last beach day because Wednesday was Disney Day. We ended up having dinner that night at Ruby's Diner out at the end of the pier. That's a cool location. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah that's the a cool food, location. The food's the food, eh. Yeah, I would agree. The desserts were really good. The shakes were great. <laughs> yeah, Ruby's has got the whole – it's funny because now I've seen them all over. Like now I think they've gone national, but I think they started out here. And they have the whole 50s diner looking thing. But their food is just okay, kind of overpriced. But the one you went to is worth it. Because you're right out on the water. Yeah, it was really cool. And we went right at sunset. And the views were great. And there were all sorts of people fishing off the pier. And, um, yeah, and it wasn't as crowded as I thought it would be. I mean, I know it was a Tuesday night. But, you know. Because we got to work from California. We got to walk that far out to the pier. Forget it. <laughs> Way too far. Yeah. <laughs> so that was cool. Lots of surfers that night, too. I think the waves were good. So we got to watch a lot of the surfers right off the, off the pier. So that was it for our Oceanside adventure. Lots of animals and beach time and plenty of good food. Okay, so you, so you experienced both. Which did you like better, the wild animal park or the zoo? Which would you go back to first? Um, I don't know. 
if money was not an object, I'd probably go back to the safari park um, in terms of like taking a tour or even a couple of tours. Cause I guess you can kind of see all sorts of things on safaris out there. And it was definitely different than the zoo. Um, but I love the zoo as well. I mean, it's just a, you know, it's a beautiful zoo. I wouldn't have probably had to take the tour at the zoo, except for the panda thing. Um, that's, you know, that's kind of what got me, but I felt honestly, like I kind of had to take a tour at the safari park and that could have just been me being directionally impaired or not knowing where to go next. Um, but it just seemed kind of overwhelming and like I needed somebody to show me where to go. So that's that was just me. Okay. So Wednesday was time to head to Disneyland. We needed to woo, we needed to get our car back. We decided not to keep the car at Disneyland. Part of it's just because we like to stay yeah. in the magic, you know. And, and at this mm-hmm. point, I'd spent all our money. <laughs> On tours. <laughs> so my husband... Um, dropped us off at the Disneyland Hotel and then drove the car to Orange County and just took the shuttle back to the hotel and met us there. We checked in. You know, Which shuttle did you use? You know, I don't know what he ended up taking. Okay. I don't. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. It was cheaper than the taxi, so I, but I oh, don't yeah. know what he grabbed there. Should have found that out. That's okay. Um, yeah, we did. We got a few groceries before we checked into the hotel. I forgot to mention that we got some bottled water and things to save a little money. Um, we checked mm-hmm. in around eleven in the morning, and they took our bags and stowed them away, and um, took our phone number and said they'd call us when our room was ready. So that was great. Four thirty. How well do they work? How well did that work? Because I've had that. Um, you know, it was it worked okay, except that. They gave us our keys when we checked in. It was actually it was um, like eleven in the morning, so it was early. And they gave us our keys. And then when they called us, it was about three, two, maybe two thirty-three. And they said the keys weren't going to work, and we had to trade them in after all. So when they gave <laughs> us the keys at first, they're like, "Well, we'll just program them, and you can go right to your room." And then they called and said, um, "You know, come back and get new keys." So we ended up having to go back and get new keys anyway. Um, so that was. This weird room. So um, I'm going to interrupt because that's yeah. what I do. Um, but I have a question. This is just it's somewhat related, kind of not. But so you said you wanted to check. You you showed up around eleven or eleven thirty. Yes. I'm kind of curious because I know there's a lot of times where that happens, right? I wonder how much you would have been willing to pay if you could have made sure you got into your room that early. Would you have paid extra if you, if they said, "Oh no, we'll guarantee you can get in your room at 11? This is just that, me being, being yeah, like trying in that to think situation, of situation. Probably not, just because we could go to the park and we weren't mm-hmm. tired and we hadn't just gotten off a plane. You know, like if we'd traveled that day, like from Colorado, I very well might have paid extra. But you know, we were pretty fresh and and we're okay. like, so I just think Disney needs to find new revenue streams. And so <laughs> yes, I, I just thought guess. it might be a good idea. No, I've always, because I'd always, when I'm there, you know, if you do a red eye, I guess I do more red eyes, but do a red eye, like just, I'll pay. What do I, what does it take for me to get in my room? So I just was wondering what someone else who really had that happen. Yeah. Okay. When we fly all the way to Disney World, we would definitely pay early for that too, because then okay. we're fried, you know, then we just want to go take a nap before we go do anything. Okay. And well, if Disney um, does that, then we, we deserve a cut. Right. Yep. <laughs> At least a free so pass. weird room. There you go. Well, then, the, yeah, the second thing with the room. So it had like an outer door and then two inner doors. 
Oh, like, okay. You were in a suite or something. Well, maybe originally it was, but the two inner doors were both different room numbers. So, like, we were right. in, I believe, 219. Wait, were and you it, in a concierge? You weren't in a concierge room, were you? No. Mm-mm. But we and were stayed- in Fantasy Tower. We, okay, because that was I, just lucky. When I stayed the one time before I got the bill and realized I spent a lot of money on the one or two nights for my birthday with Andrew once, I had the same exact weird thing where you had the two doors. Like it used to be something else, but now it's not. Exactly. And that's exactly what it was. And when we got there, the outside door was propped open. And so, you know, we just, it was a little hard to find our room at first. We're like, wait, we walked past it and okay, there it is. And then later on, my son went back to the room by himself and the outside door was locked and the key didn't work. So, (laughs) you know, and he's 15, like calling me up. What do I do? I'm like, go to the desk and tell him you can't get in. You know, we were shopping, I think, at World of Disney or something or that Disney store. Um, And so they had to change all of our keys out again and redo them. So we ended up with three sets of keys for our room, which was a little weird. And I don't know exactly what happened there, but eventually it did work for both doors. And there wasn't like a connecting door between the two rooms. It was just the two outside doors and then a, like a third weird. door. Yeah. So that was kind of strange. Um, but that first day we let's see, what did we do? So when we were at the park, we um, went to Earl of Sandwich and got some lunch I went down um, and got our photo pass. I had pre-purchased the photo pass plus this time, which uh-huh. I've never done before. But I saw, you know, if you buy it more than 14 days out, you get a pretty good deal on it. And so the interruption my- time again, I'm just going to call nope, it. That. Go, this is great. And we'll know that, but that wouldn't be a, a good acronym. Anyways, um, <laughs> I just realized that. Uh, okay. So you, you've been to Earl of Sandwich in Florida, correct? Say that again. You've been to Earl of Sandwich in Walt Disney World in Florida? Yes, we have. Did you find the one in Florida the same, the one in California the same, different, better? Be um, honest. I have to say the one in, I think my sandwich in Florida was better. Thank you. I'm just looking for data. Okay. I agree. <laughs> I, I, that's what I tend to think when I was back out there last time. I didn't. And we've talked about how Earl of Sandwich on the podcast, if you listen, um, how it's been going down. We think, or at least I, and I think Michael has agreed that it's been going downhill. So I'm curious. I always want to hear what somebody who's had both, what they think. So, okay. Yeah, and I had the same exact sandwich. I got that original with the roast beef and the horseradish mm-hmm. and stuff. That's and my I, favorite. I, yeah. It was yummy. But the, I remember the fl- one in Florida kind of blew me away. And this one was good, but it didn't blow me away. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Continue. So, but it's, you know, it was a fairly good deal. And I mean, considering how much we paid for food for everything else, you know, it's not a bad, not a bad deal. Um, Then I had to go back and I waited in line to get my annual pass because I had the voucher, but I didn't have the card. So I did that. And I have to say, I'm amazed at how many people seem to show up at Disneyland and not plan anything. Like, maybe it's just me because I'm neurotic that way. But why would you stand in line for park tickets at, like, right. 1230 in the afternoon when you can there's, buy them at There's rest. lines for tickets at 5 o'clock at night. I'm like, people, what are you doing? Okay, you have to. Okay, let's let's give them some credit first. Okay. Number one, <laughs> they don't probably listen to our podcast. Well, Number true. two, they probably don't record a podcast. Okay. Number three, it's not Disney World, and it's locals. They're like, hey, let's go to Disneyland this week. Okay, let's go. It's it's that whole locals park thing. I agree with you. I'm thinking exactly the same thing, but then 
that's who a lot of the people that by the time they get to the front of the line they could have bought it on their phone yeah i agree you know what we saw annual like you know at the grocery store well you know what we need to do (laughs) is when there's long lines we need to okay if you give me your phone for five dollars i can get you front of the line access and buy the tickets for them right there (laughs) i know last in the park that long but no, I mean, it was, and it was hot, you know, and I'm thinking, man, if you start your Disneyland vacation with 45 minutes in the sun waiting for a uh-huh. ticket, that's just kind of a bummer. Yeah. But anyhow, so we didn't have to wait too long, and um, I got the photo pass. Um, uh, oh, I got the annual pass, sorry, at the ticket booth, and then we went into the park and got the photo pass plus um, that I had read about on the Diz boards. And I'd never done that before, but it worked out great for us. Partially because of the ride photos. Uh-huh. Like we used to, you know, we'd ride Splash Mountain. Oh, do we buy the picture? Do we not buy the picture? Well, it'd be nice to have one picture, but maybe this isn't our best picture. And with the PhotoPass Plus thing, you know, you just get them all and they come on your CD and then you can pick what you like. So that ended up actually being a money saver, I think, for us all in all. Um, so, yeah, we rode, we did Tomorrowland. We checked out Interventions. And then, I guess, then it was about, by then 2.30 or 3, and they called us to go back to our room. And then we had all the key adventure um, <laughs> and finally got in. Now, I have to say this was a little ironic, but when I got in the room, I was kind of bummed about the view. I mean, we had taken, like, the cheapest view at the hotel available. So. Oh, yeah, that's a horrible view. That's a parking structure view, right? Yeah, so we, we yeah. saw the top of the roof, like, by the flagpoles where we were. Mm-hmm. But the cool thing was, we found out later that night, we had a perfect view of the fireworks. Nice. So that was kind of like a happy surprise. And, the you know, they piped the music through on the TV. And so we could just lie in bed and watch the fireworks the first night. So that was kind of cool. But, yeah, it wasn't a great view. But it was a really nice room. I mean, the room was very pretty and super clean. And, you know, it was it was great. And it was just fun to be there. So, <laughs> um, yeah, 2019, that was our room number. So second floor. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, second floor over the, over the oh, God, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Over the entryway. Yep, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So not the best view, but um, so then we headed back. Uh, My husband and I headed back to the park. The boys were hitting the pool for a little while. And I think part of it is that they wanted to feel all independent, you know, and like Uh they wanted to do their own thing. So they did. We uh, went to Bengal Barbecue where I tried the bacon wrapped asparagus that everyone kept raving about. And that was totally worth it. That was great. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. We also tried the tiger tails, the breadstick things. Mm. Um, super yummy. So I had a tiger tail and the tiger tail on this trip. So both of those were super good. So the tiger tail was great. Um, we rode Indiana Jones, you know, did some shopping um, and that. And then I think we ended up going back to the room right around fireworks time that night. Yeah, that was our first night there, and we figured out the fireworks were were right over the, the right out the window. So that was a nice nice consolation prize for the not so great view, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the next day, Thursday, we got up and did the early morning at Mad at um I want to say Magic Kingdom, but Disneyland. Uh, it was open at seven because the park opened at eight. So we got on the first monorail in the morning and went straight to Tomorrowland. Um, walked on Star How Tours. How was that? How was that? I'm one of the th- one of our, our future shows. We we're thinking of actually timing that out. So how was that for you when you did that? Uh, the monorail part or the hour or which part? just like how what time you got there and then how fast it was. How long you had to wait in line and then get in to the park. 
um, doing the, it that way. I think it was great. Actually, we were on the first monorail. There were not that many people in the line. Um, it started. I had asked the night before. You know, what time does it start running? When should we be here? Because the park opened at seven. And they said the first monorail was at 7. So we debated, do we walk and wait or do this? And I think it was great. And the boys really wanted to do Tomorrowland first, so that made more sense that's, kind of that's, anyway. Yeah, okay. that's smart. Um, and we, like I said, we walked right on Star Tours. Um, and then we decided we better go to Fantasyland and get some of those, you know, taken care of before the, mm-hmm. the lines got crazy. And that was, again, totally worth it. The only thing we didn't do, we were going to try to ride the Matterhorn, but the line was already 40 minutes at that point. And that was going to take up our whole hour. So we decided that wasn't, we'd do that later or hit the single rider line later. So, but we did all the rest of Fantasyland. Um, Alice in Wonderland, I thought was really cool. I really liked the updates. Yes. It was beautiful. Um, Teacup, Snow White, Big Thunder, um, you know, did all the, all the things we could do. And then the hour was up. So really that was very much worth the time. What did you think of the upgrades to Big Thunder? I really liked it. Uh, I I felt like there were so many more details. Um, I hadn't ridden it in a while, so you know I kind of had to compare in my head what what I'd seen and what I hadn't. But I thought the the town was cool. I thought the effects were kind of cool. It seemed just more um, smoother. Maybe it seemed smoother. I don't know if that's true or not, but it. I don't know. I I thought they did a really nice job with it. Everything's smoother in California. Well, that's true. Good point. <laughs> now, that, was, that wasn't open for Extra Magic Hours, was it? Um, I honestly don't know. It was probably okay. right about 8 o'clock when we went on it. Okay. So pro- it may not have been. Um, but it, we, we got there right after we had finished off the rest of Fantasyland. So it might not have been. Um, yeah, so then we decided we'd go over to California Adventure because the boys were dying to see Cars Land because they had never been there before so we went over there um so we kind of hopped back and forth we didn't have like a the most smooth touring plan you would say but mm. it worked out so when we got over there the there was no there was like a 10 minute wait on single rider line for radiator spring so we went ahead and did that um wow. and it was awesome and we got on uh did the other two rides in cars land luigi's and maters we waited a little while maybe 15 minutes for those um but looked around, shopped around, did all of Cars Land, and didn't get back on Radiator Springs until the next day, I don't think, because then the lines kind of got, you know, got out of hand, and we didn't have fast passes and stuff, so a little crazy there. Um, took a middle of the break day, break in the middle of the day, went back to the hotel. I have to say, I went to Ralph Brennan's and got the shrimp po'boy for lunch, and I didn't love it. Okay. Yeah, the shrimp was really good, but it was like this humongous. At the at the express. Yes, at the express. At the express. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, and um, yeah, I it was kind of this giant loaf of bread, and I ended up eating like the shrimp and not really the bread, and so I'm Uh not sure it was worth it. But the shrimp was good. I will say that. Um, went to the pool, had a little poolside service, which you should never teach your 19-year-old son how to order anything by the pool. (laughs) You mean she'll just bring me a Sprite, like, right here? Yes, son, she will. (laughs) So that was a bad idea. I could charge it to the room? Yeah, you can. (laughs) Um, and then after a little break in the pool, we decided to hit Trader Sam's before it got too crowded. Nice. So that was Trader Sam's night. We got over there around five and got the last table, so that worked out well. And we just got hors d'oeuvres. My husband and I had a each had a drink and um, 
kind of relaxed and enjoyed it for a while. And that the place was great. It was so much nice. fun. So much fun. Yeah. The, the, I think they had a great crew of cast members that night because they were, they were really into their, into their game. So super fun. Um, then back to the park, we saw Mickey and the magical map, which I had never seen. None of us had seen. And I really enjoyed it. I thought it was Good. really well done. Um, I like the live shows anyway, but the effects worked well. The singing was great. We, I think we were the last, went, made it to the last show of the day. Um, so it wasn't super crowded. We didn't have to wait long. And Mickey's mouth moved and his eyes moved. <laughs> that was well, of course. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what I expected, but so yeah, we really enjoyed that. Um, then we hit Small World because we hadn't done that before. And this is the first time I'd seen Small World with the characters. I have to say, mm-hmm. it, I didn't. It wasn't as bad as I was prepared for. I mean, I kept right. reading things about, oh, they're ruining it and blasphemy, and you know, they kind of fit right in. Like I didn't. I guess I didn't mind it at all. But that was just me. Then we went to pretty much our longest line of the week, which was a half an hour to see um, Mickey and get a picture <laughs> in Toontown. Oh, uh, but you know, it was all right. We we needed the the required family picture mm-hmm. with Mickey, so we did that. Um, and then hit some more rides that night, Pirates and Haunted Mansion. Those were great. I forget how much I loved the Pirates of the Caribbean at Disneyland. It was awesome. Um, kind of a late night, watched the fireworks, and then went back to the room late. So that was Thursday. Tell me yeah, if I'm giving day. you too much or not enough detail. No, here, no, so. yeah, yeah. That's a full day. It was. It was. And then Friday was my birthday, and we had booked the um, – Walk in Walt's Disneyland Footsteps Tour for just my nice. husband and myself. So we got there around 9 um, and did that in the morning. There were, well, let's see, maybe I want to say 16 or 18 of us on the tour. Okay. And um, we had a tour guide named Natalie, and she was great. I enjoyed the tour a lot. Um, it was a little scripted, I guess I would say, which I, I guess uh-huh. I get why it has to be that way. Um, but it was, you know, I, I kind of just wanted to hear what she really wanted to say, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but the, the audio part was really cool. Um, they took us in the back way of Peter Pan, which we had not ridden before because it was, the line got long. So we got to ride Peter Pan and, um, got on the train and she kind of talked us through all the lands, um, back and then back to Lincoln. Uh, then they split us in half and half of us ate lunch while the other half went to Walt's apartment. And then, um, we traded and the apartment was definitely the highlight. That was just a super cool thing to say I've done. So I'm really glad. And there was no club 33. Nope. No club 33. Still construction. I I'm assuming, but, um, Nope, we didn't get to do that. So we did spend a little time in the apartment, and, you know, they took pictures for us. We weren't allowed right. to take our own pictures. Um, yeah, so I would say it was definitely worth it, but it's probably not something I would repeat. Right. Um, but definitely worth doing once. And we got really cool pins, uh, and, you know, the lunch was really good and that sort of thing. And like I said, the apartment was definitely the high point, and I was surprised how quiet it was. They said he made it soundproof i guess so he could be up there and entertain and there's a marching band outside and you couldn't hear anything so that was kind of kind of interesting um so that was the tour and then my husband and i just kind of did some more touring um we let's see what did we do 
Oh, no, that's right. We, then we decided to go back to California Adventure because my husband was in photographer mood and he wanted to get all sorts of pictures. So <laughs> we went to the single rider line again. And by this time of day, like 11, we probably waited 20, 25 minutes for single right. rider. Um, and, but then we walked over and did California Screaming and walked around the pier and kind of did all that um, and then headed back and met the boys for another afternoon break. Um, then it was, we had a dinner reservation at Carthay Circle for my birthday and, um, with the, we did the World of Color package. Cool. That was great. Dinner was so good. So, so good. And quiet up there. Our service was good, but not fabulous. Our, I think our waitress might've been a little bit overwhelmed because she forgot a few things and, um, you know, we ordered the biscuits because you told us we needed to order the biscuits, uh-huh. <laughs> which we did. And they were so good. But we had to ask for them like three times because she kept forgetting to bring them. Um, so just little things like that. But it was the dinner was delicious. And they let me order my dessert off the regular menu since it was my birthday. So that was kind of nice, kind of a fun nice. little perk. Um, yeah. And we had, you know, with the with the fixed price menu, we got soup or salad and then the entree and dessert. Um, and the boys actually really liked, you know, my younger one's a pretty picky eater. So they like, he had some pasta with the mushrooms left off and that kind of thing. And it was no problem to do any of that. So that was great. Um, they had happy birthday stenciled in chocolate on my plate. <laughs> so kind of a nice bonus. Um, so dinner was great. And then we had a little time before World of Color. So we went to Soren and got on that pretty quickly. Um, went back to Cars Land and went on Mater and, Luigi's flying tires again because once you get on that Luigi's ride, you know you think you can do better, so you need to go back. <laughs> <laughs> so we did that, um, and then World of Color and World of Color was great. Slight complaint: there were two fairly intoxicated people behind us at World of Color, and it was just annoying. I was irritated because they were loud and talked kind of through the whole thing. And even with the loud music, I could still hear them, and maybe it was just me, but I wanted to tell them to be quiet. Uh-huh. Not that anybody could do anything about that, but it's like, come on, people, <laughs> you know? So anyway, that was amazing, and then we were back to the hotel, so it was an exhausting and fun birthday. And then the next day, Saturday, we decided we needed a fast pass Radiator Springs so we could get one picture with all of us in it. So <laughs> we walked right in at opening, and I went to the fast pass line, and Disney... Man, are they organized. You know, every now and then you get uh-huh. that kind of, whoa, these guys know what they're doing. <laughs> and they did. Um, the Fast Pass line, you know, it looked like it wound around forever, but they had a cast member at every Fast Pass machine. You hand them your ticket, they stuck it in, and they handed it back, and I was out of there in like five minutes. And nice. our Fast Pass was for 940. So, you know, it was pretty, oh, wow. yeah, it was pretty quick. Um, and by the time I got to Cars Land to meet up with them, they had already ridden. Um, single rider once so I wrote single rider again so I think going really early was definitely yeah. helpful um, and what, oh, we decided to go walk around Paradise Pier uh, while we were waiting for our fast passes so we did we waited for Toy Story and that was awesome loved that um, and then California Screaming again had to hit the thrill rides um, and did all the pier rides, the Silly Symphony Swings and the Golden Zephyr for the first time. Like every time I've been there, it's been closed because of the wind or something. Uh-huh. So that was cool. And Goofy Sky School and did all that. Uh, and then we were going to get fast passes for Soren before we rode Radiator Springs, but it was actually down. So we couldn't do that. But um, we went back, rode Radiator Springs. It was terrific. And my older son 
yeah, he was screaming and it was made for a great picture. So I'm glad nice. we did it. <laughs> <laughs> we win. We win. Yay. Um, and then we were going to go to Aladdin at the 1240 show and we got over there to wait in line about 1220. And they said the show was canceled. Um, that Uh-oh. the 1240 show was canceled because of some technical thing. So that was kind of a bummer. But they said they lost the carpet again. Yeah, I guess so, or that elephant or something. <laughs> so they said to come back. Um, so we went back to the hotel then and rested for a little while and came back. Um, had dinner at the boys ate at Boardwalk Pizza and Pasta, uh-huh. and. Eric and I had uh, went to the Paradise Garden Grill, like right next door. Mm-hmm. Really right, good, right. great places to mm-hmm. sit, nice and cool. They had some um, live a live band playing over there. Nice. Um, yeah, so that was really nice. And then we hit the last Aladdin show of the day, and it was great. I think it was the best genie I've seen. I've probably seen that show three or four times, maybe. <laughs> and he was so good, and we had good seats, and yeah, it was terrific. So. And then we had to go back to Disneyland because we hadn't been on my favorite ride, Splash Mountain, yet. Because it was kind of chilly before and we didn't want to get wet and whatever. So we went over there and it was terrific. It's still my favorite. (laughs) Um, Didn't get too wet, so that was kind of nice. But we didn't really care at that point because it was the end of the night. So, Um, And then back to the hotel. So that was almost the end of our Disney adventure. Oh, no. I know. And then it was Sunday. We Our flight didn't leave till like 6. Um... So we decided to go to Goofy's Kitchen and have some character interaction and eat a lot of junk food for breakfast because, you know, nice. why not? Um, and that was You're really on vacation. fun. Say what? You're on vacation. That's right. Exactly. And we had already filled ourselves up with junk food. <laughs> oh, wait. Yes, we had. <laughs> <laughs> so we did Goofy's Kitchen. It was great. Captain Hook was there and Chip and Dale and got some fun pictures. And it was just kind of a little more relaxing start to the day than, you know, racing off to the park. Yeah, yeah. Then we packed up and checked out, um, again, put our bags into storage and went to the park because we, you know, didn't have to come, didn't have to head for the airport to like three. Uh, Wrote a few things we wanted to ride. That was probably our hottest day. Um, It was pretty toasty warm, but we did star tours again. I had a friend, I have a friend who lives in Escondido and she met us there and we had Dole Whips and rode the, went to the Tiki Room together. So that was a good time. Um, and then that was it. We went, we took the monorail back and um, took a, we just took a taxi, which the hotel gave us a voucher for a, a flat rate taxi. And okay. um, it was actually a pretty good deal. So was, how much was it? Um, let me think. I should have written it down. Curious. I think it was, let's see how much did I, I think it was $28. Oh, that, what do you think, Tony? Say it again. I think it was $28 for a taxi from, the Disneyland Hotel to Orange County. I yeah, like I think- considering I never take a taxi in Orange County. To be perfectly honest with you, that's that seems reasonable. I yeah, hate to say. I, mean, I know I, you're asking me like I'm the expert. If you think about it, I always have my car. I mean, but, compared to compared to a shuttle, you can pay twice that. Yes, for four I agree. People on a I shuttle, think that right? was actually a good rate if it's a taxi. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because I think it was going to be at least ten dollars a piece for the shuttle, and um. You know, so that would have been forty, and I know it was less than that. So I, I want to say it was twenty-eight, and then with the tip, it was you know a little more than that. But it yeah. didn't seem outrageous, and it was great. And he dropped us off, you know, right there, and we got to the airport a little earlier than needed because we're used to uh, Denver International, which is you know, hello, largest, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get there four hours early and you barely make your plane. It's so. it's Orange County's airport, despite the fact that it's more expensive, and I'm usually cheap, and so I'll drive to San Diego. 
I when I went with my son on a trip for the first time we'd ever flown out of Orange County, he's like, we're going to be late, you know, thinking we have to be there five hours ahead like LAX or maybe even Denver. Yeah. And literally you can park and walk right to your gate within like 20 minutes. It's amazing. It's almost worth it to pay the extra. I'm too cheap, so I never do. But then when I do, I go, wow, I should just pay the extra every time. Yeah, and we priced it out, and it was for us. It was um, cheaper. I mean, we you know we got deals on Southwest, and it was a little more to fly into San Diego, and it was a little more to fly into L.A. So for us, it was not. If even- it's cheaper, it's the greatest deal in the history. Like you, it's the best airport out of the three, easily. Yeah, I I have to agree, and it's small and easy to find things, and easy to get your luggage, and yeah, it was no problem at all. So. And that was it. We got home and rescued our our dogs from my sister's house and uh, started uh, compiling all the pictures, which there were many. <laughs> so what was the what was the highlight for you? Um, you know, my Disneyland highlights are always the things I've never done before. Okay. So I would have to say the tour, the tour, Carthay Circle, um, taking my family to Cars Land because they had never mm-hmm. been there. That was really awesome. Um, and the newer things like um, Big Thunder Mountain and even like Mickey's Magical Map. I really enjoyed that. And mm-hmm. it's it's such a great combination of the familiar and the new. You know, and I think right. I, it, the familiar was just as fun as I remembered. And the new stuff was great, too. And, you know, it never stops changing. It really doesn't. So that was cool. Um, in San Diego, I don't know, the animal things were pretty neat. I fed a rhino and a giraffe. That's pretty cool. <laughs> and then the beach and just the whole relaxed atmosphere was kind of nice. You get to relax a little bit beforehand and then. It was. It was a really nice combination. I mean, honestly, it was, you know, um, nine days away from home. So it was kind of a lot. Yeah. But mm-hmm. like we were able to do laundry at the condominium and stuff. So really, by the time we got to Disneyland, we had clean clothes and a fresh start and i hear you we, we were away from home 15 nights in july so yeah yeah it got first I, world I was problems ready to come home. i know i know i know <laughs> yeah that's the truth <laughs> but i was ready to come home but it was yeah i don't know what we changed i mean really we um you know the other nice thing i i have to say the annual pass um uh-huh. we so when are you coming back with that annual pass um i'm not sure i have a conference in february for sure and then since it didn't take effect till August, we're hoping we can sneak another family trip in maybe early next summer too. Nice, nice. But honestly, I think it paid for itself just on this one trip um, <laughs> because, well, you know, with 10% off the rooms and uh-huh. we got 20% off the tour, 20% off um, or 15 or what, was it 15 or 20 at Carthay Circle, which was pretty 15, pricey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then since we hadn't been there in a couple of years, we did some shopping and the annual pass was $300 more than the five-day passports were. So I figured uh-huh. if I spent, you know, if I saved $300, I broke even. And it was pretty close to that. Pretty so close, yeah. I think, yeah. you know, people should, like, consider it. If you're going to stay five days, you should consider at least, like, doing the math and checking it out. Because um, I was surprised. I thought, well, if I can get close to breaking even on this one, that would, you know, that'd be totally worth it. And I think I did. I think we got awesome got in there so you know and you just forget you save five or ten dollars every time you have a sandwich with the family mm-hmm. it does add up so yep so that is my trip report lots and Very lots cool. to tell thank you for listening <laughs> thank you for sharing it with us goodness i had i had a great time and thanks you guys for your tips it was wonderful and i really appreciated it 
Thank you. Thank you, Jody. Thank you, team. That is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Disney Night shows this week. And, of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.